All right, we'll get started. My goal is to for this to be a <laughs> brief training, just like you know, brief sermons, just right, just like that, right? Um, yeah, and and probably what we'll do until we get a really good rhythm is you know, one training will be a little bit longer. We'll serve food, and then the next one, a little lighter, no food, and kind of go back and forth um, for when it comes to our volunteer trainings. Uh, this one, this volunteer training is for our volunteers and anybody seeking to become a volunteer, but also for our DNAP people um, as well, uh, hosts and co-hosts and whatnot, just to kind of let everybody know where we're going um, and what we need to be doing to get there. So once again, just welcome. Glad y'all are here. Thank y'all for coming, um, for sacrificing a little bit of t- time in your day just to grow in your ability to reach our youth, to love our youth, all that kind of stuff. Um, our mission, and, and we're going to be uh, just looking at this packet. I don't have any slides. That's the only slide I have because it looks cool. Um, but uh, so we're going to just kind of be going through this packet to start with. We'll get to D now at the very end because um, not everybody here is highly involved in D now. Uh, so and that's okay. So anyway, uh, just a reminder: our vision for our ministry, genuine youth ministries, is to train up genuine disciples of Jesus Christ in heart, mind, and faith. Um, that comes out of First Timothy one five. The goal of our instruction is love, the love of Christ. Um, that comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a genuine faith. Uh, so that's that's just a reminder. When it comes to our ministry, that is our vision for our students, for our adults, for our parents. Our mission for uh, the 2022-23 year is to refocus on intentional discipleship with our youth, parents, and our adults. Um, y'all are the adults, uh, but also, and some of y'all are parents as well. But anyway, uh, I, I've enjoyed where we've uh, been going with that. I'm just rebuilding some methods of discipleship um, for these groups, the youth, parents, and adults. Um, I'm happy with the progress we've made. Still got a long ways to go. You know, it's one of those things we'll always kind of be working on it because discipleship is a ongoing uh, uh, work. Uh, but anyway, so how are we doing this? Um, one, of the, the, one of the ways that we're accomplishing this is our seasonal discipleship focuses. Uh, so our first one was real talk, having intentional spiritual conversations. We had that here with the kids. Y'all helped lead that out. We sent opportunities to the parents and tried to press that. Our next one was Family Matters, and we just hit on it every chance we got with our parents, uh, with our church, to, man, make sure you're priority, God first, foremost, but, man, your family's next, your marriages, your kids, you know, your grandparents, whatever that looks like. Um, I don't want to leave, you know, the grandparents out. Um, but it is important. You know, it's, it's challenged me. That whole concept challenged me. I talked to my dad about it a little bit. But, man, for me caring for my grandparents a little bit more than I have in the past. Um, but anyway, Family Matters was the, that next one. And now we're moving on to real life as our um, quarterly or seasonal discipleship focus. And, and once again, I ask that y'all lean into these with me, regardless of what position or place you're serving in when it comes to this ministry. Lean into these um, discipleship focuses because this is kind of what is guiding our ministries. That way, everything's kind of working together for a common goal, a common focus. Um, and so the next one is real life. And the whole idea is, is, uh, comes from Jesus, of course. Um, 
but experiencing life with Jesus. You know, Jesus in John 10, you know, he talks about how uh, my sheep know my voice. I'm the gatekeeper, all this. And he's like, I, you know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10, 10. But, but I have come that my sheep might have abundant life, life abundantly. And what I want our kids to understand and what I want our parents to understand and us to understand is our world is constantly throwing offerings of life out there. They're saying, no, this is real life. This is how you find happiness, joy, whatever. Um, but all those things are empty. And so many people, um, you know, specifically, there's been a lot of, uh, of our graduated kids that have been highlighted in my uh, view, I guess, where they've gotten caught up in these false versions of life. And it's just, they might not even know it yet, but it's wrecking their lives. Um, and so what I want our youth to understand is that stuff is going to come flying at them at one time or another, now or later. And if they don't prepare themselves, if they're not walking with experiencing life with Jesus and, and putting him first, you know, they're going to get swept under that, uh, all that as well. But that's not just our youth. It's, it's everybody. I've seen plenty of parents, plenty of um, adults, you know, all, all sorts of people getting distracted uh, and all that kind of stuff. D now is really going to kick off this message with the, the theme, Jesus is better. Um, you know, the, the focus passage is John five thirty nine through 40. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, Jesus. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. And so if you take that, you know, he's talking to some Pharisees and some scribes and all that. And he's like, look, you're searching for life in a good thing, the scriptures, but that, no, no, script, it all points to me. I am where life happens, where life originates and where you uh, find life. Um, but if you apply it to our world today, like I said, so many people are pursuing life through wealth, power, politics, sexual freedom, comfort, relationships, achievements, so much more. Um, and something else that I'm adding to that list, I guess, is when people are pursuing life apart from Christ, they find what false life really comes with. This is the, and if you want to look at this, it's 80 pages. Um, I'm going to try to, to get through it and summarize it and get this information to y'all. But this is the Youth Risk Behavior Survey done by the CDC over ten, a decade, from 2011 to 2021. And what's kind of cool is as you look through it, there's lots of areas where there's improvement. You know, kids are having less sex, they're ha being bullied less, um, there are other things like that. But the area where it's just obvious downhill um, is, is just the mental health the, the, and, and suicide um, var variables is what they call it. But uh, for example, 2011, kids that experience persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness, 28%. 2021, 42%. So almost half kids are just, of our youth are just, man, they find themselves in, at some point in the last year, and they, they ask the questions kind of specific, but I don't have all that. Um, oh, this says in the past 30 days. It's not even the last year. 42% of youth in the past 32 days say that they experienced this, or seriously considered attempting suicide. 16% in 2011, 22% in 2021, uh, made a suicide plan, 13% in 2011, 18% in 2021, and it, it goes on, but um, 
the reason, you know, that just helps highlight the need that we, uh, the, the ministry we have in front of us of just ministering to our youth and, and helping them find hope um, in the face of what the world says is life and the consequences of chasing after many of those lives, uh, living that, they, that the world offers. But anyway, um, so, so D-Now's kind of kicking this off and God has kind of lined this message up where D-Now, because I was going to focus on something else, but D-Now is going to kick off this real life focus and it's going to go all the way to youth camp because youth camp is going to focus on it too. Um, and God's kind of lined this up. And so that's where we're going overall as we try to rebuild discipleship in, the, in, in our ministry, um, in our church. Um, we're going to take some time to focus on real life with Jesus. Um, so starting with D-Now and taking us through youth camp. I'll come back to D-Now more in a little bit. I'm going to hit youth camp real quick just so that we all have some. It's at the bottom of that first page there. Um, just the information here. A quick word on youth camp, so we're all on the same page. Camp is June 19th through 23rd. We're going to Glorietta. There's a deadline to sign up of May 7th. Uh, May 7th. It's only $200 because our church has given us so much that we were able just to cut the cost in half. I always try to bring it down. We're paying $409 per person to go to camp. They're paying 200 And really, they're not even, like... They're using their youth accounts, and most of them have at least 150 if not already $200 each, which is crazy, which is awesome. Um, but anyway, um, so if anybody asks, those are the main details, and registration is open. The other important part that I want you all to know is we have 25 reserve spots. Six of them are assigned to adults right now, adults that I've already uh, recruited uh, and filled, because my goal, it'd be great to take 19 youth to camp. Now, as we get closer to the deadline of May uh, 8th, 7th, um, if we have some spots, we, we're going to want to fill them because we're paying for them one way or the other. And so if more adults want to go, um, but that's, that's the plan right now. That's where we're at. Um, but I don't want to take extra volunteers and take away from uh, youth being able to go. So that's kind of what's happening there. But just that way y'all know, um, y'all can encourage our students to sign up for camp. We have seven signed up so far. Um, that means we have 12 spaces left, and let's fill it up. Um, and then it's a wait list, and we could try to add more. But anyway, so um, any questions on that so far? All right, so um, when it comes to uh, uh, what we are doing and where we are going, kind of in the middle of that page, that phrase spelled out in some uh, white writing, where are we going and what are we doing? First, with the youth, we're going to continue on with our Sundays and our Wednesdays. Um, on Sundays, we're almost done getting our college students settled. Um, we're actually, we finished today, and me and Stormy were talking about, like, we're just itching to get back into the Sunday school rooms with our youth, because we miss it. Like, we want to teach, like, we want to be part of that. So, we're going to look at that, see if we need to change anything that we've been doing. Um, the whole church, starting next week, will be on the same curriculum, so we're going to try to take advantage of that as well. Anyway, that's going to be our Sundays. Uh, Wednesdays, um, like we were doing in the fall, we're going to have some uh, follow-up discussion, small group discussion with our youth after some messages. Um, we've kind of taken a pause over the, the holiday season, January and February, whatever. So anyway, we're going to try to, so if you're a part of my Wednesday crew, we're going to try to get back to that, and then, uh, which that will probably start after spring break at this point, because... Anyway, so, um, and then uh, I, I really want to start veering back towards discipleship groups, um, some small groups, Sunday afternoons or something like that, where we're intentionally walking with youth, 
through life and through lessons and whatever. So I'm not exactly 100% sure what that looks like yet. Um, but if you're interested in that idea, you can talk to me and we can figure some things out. But uh, I, I really want to come back because that's the one area we, we haven't come back to yet that needs to be happening is just some times where we can really dig deep with the youth that want to, that want to follow Jesus a little bit more. Um, and then the last part there on that list is the belonging project. We'll come back to that. Um, with our parents, what are we doing and where are we going when it comes to discipleship with our parents? Uh, Wednesdays, we're uh, before D-Now and after D-Now. I'm trying to invite our parents so you can help get that word out as well. We're going to have the launch, just help launching D-Now this coming Wednesday. And it just gives parents all the information they need um, as well. And then we're going to try to invest in them just a little bit. Um, and then if they want to come to worship services during D-Now, that's awesome. And then after D-Now, I'm calling it Aftermath, um, we're going to invite the parents back again. And my goal for that one is to give the parents the resources we got during D-Now as our, our kids opened up, made decisions, whatever that may be. So if we have a kid come to Christ, I want those parents to know about it. I want to know, I want to give them whatever we can to help them disciple their kids. Um, so that's kind of the, the goal of, of all that. Um, we're also going to have some special events. So uh, we're going to have a mother and daughter's event in the beginning of May. I forgot the date, uh, but it will be if it's not already on the calendar. Um, but anyway, mother's daughter, mother, daughter's event. We're going to have a father and son's event June. Um, that one's not 100% nailed down yet. Uh, we're going to try to have some more family events as the year goes on. But uh, there's more opportunities to, and then uh, parent meetings as well as we go. Um, but that's just more opportunities that uh, we have to pour into our parents to encourage, to empower, to equip our parents. Um, so that's kind of where we're going. My question is, my first question for y'all, what else? What else can we, especially with some of our parents here, um, what else could we uh, do to help pour into our parents in this church? Um, just any ideas that might come to mind that we can pursue, look at, whether it's for this spring or some other time, just help us reach and be more intentional with our parents is what I have written down. Any thoughts or ideas? And if you have some as we go, you can write them down and tell me later. One of my ideas that I've had and I haven't quite figured out how it's going to work yet, but I want to partner with uh, Susan and Mark Hunt. There's some, you know, there's most of our parents right there. Uh, to work with them and that class and, you know, maybe helping in that area or some other stuff. So um, that's kind of where we're going with our parents and what we're doing. The next thing is our adults. This is y'all. So the first thing I have on here is the safety system. Um, If you're unaware, I think most of y'all should be aware by now, um, all the adult volunteers that work with minors in our church are going to be going through a five-step safety system. Um... I don't have that listed on there this time for you. But anyway, it starts out with, you know, obso- observation application is the first thing. Most all of y'all have filled out an application. If you haven't, it's because I haven't told you about it yet. But that will be your next step if you're seeking to become a full-time genuine volunteer. It will be required for, like, next year's D now. But we're, since we're still working on it, we just the minimum was background checks. Um, youth camp, those, those six of us going so far, we're going to have to complete all of it by then and my goal is to have everybody caught up by the summer that would be fantastic but life is not easy um but anyway uh five-step safety system so you have the application the interview screening training 
Um, then you start serving, you commit, and then just follow up training like this. The whole church, we're trying to get everybody on board with that. I've, we've started, we lead the way because um, we're awesome. Chris is starting with the kids and the next area is preschool. I'm going to work with Chris and Kelly on that. Um, but anyway, that's just heads up on there. So we're working through that. Um, this is all about keeping the sheep in our sheep pen safe of our, the flock that we've been given. We need to have some gates where everybody enters through, fences that outline you know, where we do our ministry at, all that kind of stuff. So um, again, most of y'all have started this. You're waiting on me to help you continue it, and that's just part of it right now. Um, it just takes time when we have everybody doing it at once. The idea is once we get everybody caught up, when somebody else that's new comes in, it'll be go a lot faster, which will be nice. Um, but anyway, uh, the other thing on your, on your whatever this is, notes, um, volunteer policy. If you just want to know, this is, you know, what are some of the policies on how we do ministry? You can scan that. You can look at it. I also have copies, which I didn't bring in here. They're sitting on the printer. Um, I only have five because it's like 30 pages or something. But if you want a physical copy, we can give it to you um, or we can print them off. But anyway, it just kind of outlines like confidentiality, you know, vulnerability. How, how, and that's going to be a big one when it comes to what we talked about a little bit later. But how do you, you know, what, what kind of guidelines and, and fencing uh, do we have around being vulnerable with the youth, um, volunteer to student ratios and all sorts of stuff. So um, in our D-Now stuff, in, in the host and co-host intro packet, which if you want that, it's back there. All you hosts and co-hosts already have that. It's that first page on the left, the intro packet. Um, within there is a summarized page of our policy, just a reminder of how we do ministry. I tend to give that out often, so if you haven't seen it, you will, or you can see it soon. But anyway, policy, is that, that's one thing. Quarterly trainings is the next thing on that list. This is something else we're going to be doing churchwide is doing more trainings with the volunteers that are working with our minors. Again, we're leading the way because we're awesome. Um, but anyway, so that's what this is all about, different trainings. Um, one of the things, which I don't know, uh, for later, so we'll come back to that. I don't have it here yet. Um, so our trainings, and the, the last thing, which I think this means we're getting into it, is the belonging project. We, at our last training, we talked, we had a, a training about where our youth are at and how it's changed. And uh, we talked about how youth used to navigate the world first by their identity. Um, they would see everything else by their identity that changed to purpose, the way they impacted the world, that would shape their identity and their belonging. And how now, you know, overall, in, in many ways, youth find their identity and their impact, their purpose through their belonging. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about that um, and, and, and uh, gave you some homework for that, reading a book called It's Personal. I'm kind of mad I don't have mine up here right now. But anyway, um, but anyway uh, the, the, that book is one way we're going to accomplish this, the It's Personal thing. Um, the discussion thing didn't quite work out as planned, which is fine. Um, but the whole idea is for us to foster belonging by becoming personal with the youth, personal in a positive way. The book highlights it this way, that you can be shallow, and shallow can be good in small doses. You know, it helps you not stay at the grocery store, store for three hours, you know, getting to know everybody that's in the aisles. It lets you go home to your family, stuff like that. But shallow all the time in all relationships is a bad thing, and so we want to be deep. We want to, especially with our youth, 
be able to go deep with them um, when it comes to discussions about their life and faith and all of that. And so the, the summary is it's personal. And what it did is it kind of summarized this idea of being personal in five ways. Um, and I kind of have, uh, no, it's not highlighted there. Um, on the, yep, on the, the third page at the very bottom, it says start with somebody. And you can, this is kind of what we're looking at right now. But uh, it highlights it in, in five ways. Five questions you can ask. The questions aren't listed there. They're on the last page. But identify someone in a way that communicates value, which is answering the question to a youth, do you know my name? Discover what matters to someone to prove that they matter, which answers the question, do you know what matters to me? Um, Take the time, the third one is take the time to understand someone's everyday context, which answers the question, do you know where I live? Do you know my, my you know, what, what situations I live in? Respond to someone in a way that replaces shame with hope. Answers the question, do you know what I've done? And are you responding in a way that brings hope and not shame? Um, the, and the last one was believe in someone's potential to live a remarkable story Answering the question, do you know what I'm capable of? Do you know what I can do? Seeing the image of God in them and the spirit of God in them, do you know what I can do, how God can use me? So that's kind of the outline of the book and the direction that we're going to go. Um, and the book ends with the statement, start with, start with someone, which is exactly what we're going to do. So just on that third page, it says belonging project at the top. Our goal is to connect with all of our youth on a personal level, fostering belonging in the in the king and the i don't know what i wrote here but anyway um in the kingdom of god you know fostering belonging with our church youth our youth family um the way that we're going to do it because we can't connect with everybody on those kind of levels um if you try you won't get very deep with anybody um but we're going to pick two youth Allowing the Spirit to guide us, we will pick two youth whom we will invest in and try to foster belonging with. Um, we've kind of done this before. If you were with us back in 2019, we started this Connect Four. That's kind of where we're going back to, but we're going to start with two because that will cover the youth that we have and allow us to be personal with them to start with. Um, and, and, and so anyway, um, that's kind of what we're, we're doing. So when it comes to that book, it's personal. If you haven't read it, Now's the time to start. If you don't have the book, we can get you the book, Um, especially if you're trying to be a a full-time, genuine volunteer. Um, But anyway, uh, this is our plan moving forward, connecting with two youth um, to minister them, to to, uh, try to allow them the opportunity to answer those questions for us, uh, those five questions, and and to utilize spring break. Spring break's coming up, um, so we're going to have several events, little things that we do throughout spring break to give us the opportunity to do that. So if you're able to plug in at any point over spring break, I'll get the, I don't have the exact plan yet, but I'll make sure I'll send it out and that everybody knows. But uh, that's kind of the plan. We'll, we'll start with D now, use spring break, and kind of continue on. And on the back page, the very back one, um, this is where you're going to kind of fill out the information you're able to gather that they're willing to give you. Now, this isn't just about gathering information. This is about relationship. But what this is going to do, this page, and you don't have to fill it out here. You can do it somewhere else. But this kind of gives you a good picture. What this is going to do 
any information that you seem uh, that you deem would be helpful for us, this me and this ministry and us, so that we can all serve our youth, invest in our youth, youth impact our youth in a, a deeper level. This is what I want back. This information that greatly impacts how you work with these kids. It allows us to connect on a level where. If something else comes up, he might be a little bit more willing to open up to me about it and I can minister in that uh, circumstance. So that's what this is all about. One, we need to know all of our youth's names. Um, knowing a name communicates value immediately. Um, and I, I'm the same way. Like I'm struggling with it as well, but you got the, the book helps with some practical ways of all these different pieces. But uh, we can know all of our youth's names. We can know a lot of what matters to them. Uh, to a lot of them, but once you start getting to some of these other questions, it gets a whole lot harder to address on a mass level. That's why I can't do it alone. That's why we're doing this together. And so we're going to pick two um, and, and go from there. So, yeah, that, uh, that'll that allow us to cover um, our current youth group and leave us open to be personal with new youth, uh, visitors, and, and whatnot. Uh, so we'll pick names in a moment. There's a space on that third page if you have any names that are already on your heart or as you go through uh, the rest of this, and God lays anything on your heart, feel free to write them down. But we'll get to how we're going to pick names here in a minute. Um, so, and then, yeah, using that book, um, it's personal as kind of a guide, um, uh, taking advantage of spring break. And again, anytime you need help with any of this kind of stuff, you can always reach out to me. Um, this is what I live for. It's what I've done for 10 plus years now have master's degree in it, all that kind of stuff. So I'm willing to help, equipped to help, and hopefully I can help. That's, the, that's where the question mark comes in. Um, but anyway, this is our goal. Uh, we want to use D-Now, all that, to jumpstart this. Uh, but we have to be on board and go all uh, at it all together. Oh, and what, the reminder that's in here as well, make sure you work within our safety policies uh, once we get to, you know, you have the opportunity to hang out with the youth outside of here but we have ways to keep everybody safe and, and help maximize the effect and effectiveness of that through our policies and whatnot. Um, and a lot of it's just teamwork, doing it together, um, communicating with parents, all that kind of stuff. So just a heads up there. Um, goal to youth names, blogging project. Start with somebody. I don't think there's anything different. And there's not really a deadline to this because you can't really put a deadline on relationships. Um, you probably shouldn't put a deadline on relationships. Anyway, um, but I'll just continually just try to sit, send out reminders, communicate reminders about this. Um, and whenever you have something, you could send me some information, whatever. The other things I have on here is, it was supposed to be three check boxes, but printed weird. Saved, baptized, Bible. You know, all that matters is that they're saved, that they know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that they, they have surrendered to him, uh, that they believe and surrender to him. Baptize is like a bonus point, mainly because Jesus said to do it. But if we, don't, if we have youth that haven't been baptized, we want to help them encourage to walk in obedience with Christ. That doesn't save them. That has zero to do with their salvation. But Jesus said to do it. That's your first step of obedience, pretty much. Um, and then Bible. We want to make sure all of our youth have Bibles. I'm always on the lookout for Bibles with our youth. Every couple years, I seem to move to a new set of the ones I want to give out. We have Bibles to give out. If you ever see a youth that is missing a Bible, we have plenty. I have one, it's called 
Following Jesus? I don't know what it's called. It's sitting right there. Uh, following Jesus Bible, something like that. Um, yeah, Following Jesus Bible. Stormy's holding it up. But anyway, that's the one I've settled on for right now. I've already given Ryder one, Abby one. Um, I think that's it so far. Um, but I really like it. ESV version. There's little helps throughout. It's not huge. It's not a study Bible, but it's readable. It has some ways to... Anyway, that's just something else. We have study Bibles and other stuff. I'm not going to get on into all that right now. But if you find out information that can help us there, you know, it's not that we're trying to check boxes, even though we literally are, but I want to know where all of our youth are at. And sometimes I get confused and forget. So my goal is to, for my sake and our sake, to compile all this information. That way, you know, like D-Now's coming up. Here's the girls staying at your house. Here's some things you might want to know so that you can best minister to them uh, the best, best we can. We're not there yet, but hopefully by next year, we're, we're more equipped to be able to give that information. All right, so any questions? All right. We're going to assign names here in a minute, but what I want to do, uh, a couple other things. I don't know exactly when our next training is going to be. We're trying to have them every quarter, uh, every season, something like that. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. I have some ideas, but I also want to hear from you. Again, this can be something you send me later if you want. But is there anything that y'all want training on or equipping encouragement, empowerment on when it comes to youth ministry? And if you, once again, if something comes up later, feel free to let me know. I can tell you three ideas I have. I want to uh, do a training um, on teaching, how to grow in your teaching skills and ability. We've all been called to teach in some form or manner, but not all of us are uh, labeled teachers, which is okay. But anyway, I want to spend some time on teaching. Discipleship is another one. Uh, if you want free training right now, discipleship is three steps, being with Jesus, doing what Jesus did, and becoming like Jesus, which being with Jesus leads you to doing what Jesus did, which leads you to being like Jesus. Um, anyway. There you go. There's that training for free. But I want to go deeper in that. The other one, Stormy actually did this training today for a children's ministry here in town. Um, but just working with students, uh, we'd focus on youth. She got to do it with uh, kids. But anyway, working with students with mis mental health um, uh, needs, uh, mental illnesses, and then also um, developmental uh, disabilities. You know, because we've had some in the past. We're going to have some more. Um, and, and I want to... That's something we've, we've never been the best at, and I want to grow as a ministry when it comes to ministering to them um, as well. Uh, and, you know, as that survey said, mental health is exploding. Um, we see it all the time when it comes to depression, um, uh, worry, anxiousness, um, anyway, stuff like that. Um, so anyway, those are the three ideas I have. If you have other ideas that you think would help equip us to minister better, great. All right, last thing. Second to last thing, D now. Um, so the second page. Second page is D now. Uh, right now we have 29 youth signed up. Hopefully I can hit 30. I have one kid that I'm trying to sign up. Um, five different homes, one weekend, two churches. Uh, we're partnering with South Point Church, if you didn't know. Um, the theme verse is right there. I read it earlier. Jesus is better is the theme, and the whole idea is that com communicating that Jesus is better. Better than all the prophets that came before him, Moses, David, Joseph, and Isaac are going to be the four we focus on um, during D now. Um, 
but th- when you take that and apply it to the world as well, Jesus is better than every option out there, every prophet in a sense that's out there. Um, and so at every turn, uh, every way, Jesus is better. That's the theme. That's what we're going to be focusing on. That leads right into our real life discipleship focus. Um, so there's a heads up there. Um, you have three uh, different things. Dean now launch is this Wednesday, 6.30, normal service time. Trying to get the parents here. Help me do that. Um, if you can reach out to any of them that you're close with, I'll send out, I'm going to send out something in the mail, text, and try to personally contact others as well. Um, but anyway, it's just to help equip them before D-Now starts. Then we have the D-Now main event. Starts Friday at 6.45 for the students. Registration is still open for students. It'll be open up to the time we start. Um, for our, our adults that are helping, we start at 5.30 with a, uh, uh, I forgot what I call it, a debrief meal. Yeah, just preparing us. It's where I will go over all the information y'all need uh, for that, the rest of that weekend. Now, if you have questions between here and then, great. Um, but I'll just hit on some other things that w- we all need to know as Dino starts. Um, you have a lot for you host and co-host. There's a lot of stuff in your folder. That right page on the inside there shows you what's in the folder. Um, it has your host, your co-host, your team colors in there. Uh, the current students that we have signed up divided by color in-house so you can see who's with you. Um, I don't know if I fixed it, Sarah, but there's a South Point boy that's going to join our middle school, our younger boys. I'm calling it younger boys because we're doing ninth grade down with the younger boys for our guys. Girls, it's middle school and high school. But anyway, the division, that's how it's working this year. But anyway, that way you know that. He's, he has a little blue mark on the list. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's Friday, 5.30, and then Sunday we'll have an evaluation meal. We'll kind of talk about the weekend, what we need to improve, stuff like that. Um, also, D-Now launch this Wednesday. That's where you'll find out more about recreation. I'm so nice. Y'all should be like, man, Carson, you're the nicest. I've given you more information on recreation this year than I ever have before, the earliest I ever have. I usually keep it a secret. And the only reason I've done that is because we're including another church that's never done D-Now before. But there's a whole page on recreation. It's called uh, a Zoo Break. And the whole idea is that, you know, all these things we've seen in the news lately, all these animals escaping or whatever, getting hurt and stuff. That's where I came up with the idea. But anyway, because all these animals have escaped, we, they're lo- the, the authorities are looking at our youth to help go catch these animals. So we're going to have a training. That's what recreation is going to be to see which team is recruited to go. Anyway, that's the story that we're going to. And so we're going to play a lot of silly games, which I'm not revealing. But I, I, I'm so excited. It's going to be so funny. Um, as for you host, co-hosts, that's where you get to participate as much as you want or as little as you want because some of them are a little bit more active. But the kids and the glowing heart leaders can take that. But anyway, D-Now Wednesday, this Wednesday, we'll really introduce that. I mean, the, we'll introduce the same that you already have this. Um, the, the mascot is going to be a bag uh, that we already have. We're going to give it to you. It's this team color. They have to turn that into a mascot, but they still ne- they're going to need that bag for D-Now. It's all explained on the recreation sheet. I won't get too much into it. If you have questions, you can ask. But at the very bottom, I have a little note that says, 
if you have ask too many questions or the, you annoy me with the questions, you're going to lose points, which is a whole lot nicer than what I did last year. I said, if you have questions, don't ask. I remember that. I looked at my notes from last year. I'm so nice. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm getting off topic. I don't even know where we're at anymore. D-Now launch, D-Now main event, and then the next Wednesday, March 8th, D-Now uh, aftermath. Again, we're going to try to maintain the momentum we create with our youth this weekend, um, and this is where us as volunteers really makes a difference because Glowing Heart's going to leave and step out of the picture, and that's where we step in and keep walking with our youth in any decisions that they've made, um, trying to partner with parents when it comes to the discipleship of the kids, all that kind of stuff. So those three things I just wanted to highlight because you're definitely invited and highly encouraged to be a part, if at all possible, with those things. We need you at each of those, um, if at all possible. Uh, I mentioned, you know, Southwest Park, South Point, Dwelling Heart Ministries, the D-Now folders. Um, we have a prayer guide, which is either in the folders or there's more back there. We put it out in the church today, cover this with prayer. Um, but yeah, that helps equip you all to get started on getting ready for D-Now. And if you have any questions past that, Feel free to let me know. All right. So what we're going to do now um, is pick names. And here's what uh, my, my advice when it comes to picking the names. I want this to be kind of spirit-led. I want God to kind of guide you, so start praying now on the names that uh, you're led towards. Don't just pick the names of the youth you like the most. Don't just pick the names of the youth that you identify with most. That's usually... That, that doesn't guarantee anything. Um, I, want, I want you to really kind of consider, and all of our youth are over there. You have a list. Nope, they're over there. Um, you have a list of all the youth signed up for D-Now, or mo- some, some of y'all do, but we have a list of all of our youth. Uh, John and Caroline Rollison are still on the list. They're no longer here, so they're not options. I mean, we still care for them but it's harder to go to Georgia to go to the movies, just a heads up. I mean, feel free to do that if you want. Um, anyway, uh, they're on the list, but they're not on the table back there, just a heads up. So what we're going to do is uh, just the rest of the night on your way out or whatever, look at these names, see what God's leading you towards. Right now, I'll have one of each name out there. If we need to double up on some kids, that's great, um, but right now, I'll only have one of each youth out there. So what I recommend is start with one, God, lead me to that first name, and then go back into a, a, a moment of just prayer. Allow other people to kind of get their, you know, first name, and then go again. Um, but again, this isn't about us. This isn't about, you know, how well we think we might click. This is all about just caring for them. Um, the idea is we start with two, and we grow to back to connect four. Um, but we're going to start with two. It just allows us to be a little bit more intentional to start with. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. Uh, any any questions about any of that? Let God need you. We need to get you know get all of our youth. Um, and again, don't just pick two you're most comfortable comfortable with or you feel you connect with best. This is you know, and use that it's personal book as a guide. And if you don't have that, we got more books. I think they're still back there. I haven't looked at them a little bit, so hopefully they are. <laughs> I know, I'm wondering too. Um, anyway, that's where we're at. That's where we're going. That's where uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, what's next. Um, stop asking me about youth camp until after D-Now. 
because I'm not thinking about it yet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, any questions, any thoughts before we lesson? Thank you all so much for being here. I know this was less of a training and more of just an information so that you know where we're going. Um, and if you have any thoughts on, you know, the, the parent reaching our parents or trainings for y'all or anything else, let me know. Um, but otherwise, D now is our first big thing. Our next big thing um, starts Wednesday, really, and continues through the next Wednesday. Um, spring break will be the next space of just opportunity. Uh, then we're going to try to really focus in on some discipleship opportunities. Um, something else, and I'm going to ask this more specifically later. Uh, we're going to. I'm, I'm getting a devotional for all of our youth. I got. It, I already have it. Um, it's called Hebrews, Jesus is Better. And so we're just going to keep exploring this idea, Jesus is Better. Um, and I think we're going to use it on Wednesdays. And so if you want a copy of that, you need to let me know because I need to order more. I just got enough for our youth right now because that's what fits in our D-Now budget. But I can open up funds in our youth budget for... Anyway, so... Um, and then, yeah, the next thing is the Belonging Project, picking two names. So let me pray over y'all as we begin this process. And again, this doesn't, you know... If you're a genuine volunteer, this definitely includes you. If you want to be a full-time genuine volunteer, uh, this is a big invitation to you. But if you're, if you're not going to step into the genuine volunteer uh, umbrella policy, all that uh, safety system, um, then I ask that you just pray over everybody else because uh, if you're doing this, you need to be on the same page as the rest of us. Just a heads up on that. Um, if you have any questions about that, just let me know. Otherwise, Father God, just thank you so much for how good you are, how you are um, actively uh, uh, working amongst us, that you are uh, at work with our youth right now, with us right now. And I get, God, I ask that you just help us uh, step aside. Um, we know you're going to use us and that you desire to use us and it takes uh, work from us. For, but, but may we kind of move our agendas aside, whatever that may look like, and may you uh, uh, just really uh, just guide our, 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 our thoughts, our choices, our um, direction as we uh, uh, do this, as we, as we try to find ways to be more personal with our youth so that they find uh, a greater hope in Christ. Not in us, not in our ministry per se, but in Jesus. May that be our ultimate goal is leading them to you. Um, and you do that all the time through relationships. So we want to pursue that, God. So God, in the next few moments, guide us. May we just walk in the dust of your feet um, in this and in, all, in everything. And then just, man, be with us through D-Now, um, through all of our other stuff we have going on. Uh, pr start preparing hearts right now for this, this coming weekend. Um, it's for life change, for transformation, for surrender, um, so that we can all just, man, proclaim and, and declare and live out that Jesus is better. So God, thank you for these volunteers. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen.